You're listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show, where wealth is empowering, purpose is crucial, and high vibes are non-negotiable. And now, here's your host, certified business coach and practical woo strategist, Sarah J. Larrero. Welcome back to another episode of the Up Level Your Online Business Show. And this is a long overdue episode. I actually thought that I had recorded it before, but then I checked in all of my podcast notes and it turns out that I never did. And it's just such an important topic. It's a really great realization that I made about a year ago, and I just can't wait for so many of you to hear it because I think that especially those of you who are high achievers, high performers, We all really, really need to hear this. And I think this is just going to help you so much in terms of achieving your goals with more grace and ultimately with more ease. So this is going to be an episode that's more deeply entrenched in mindset and energetics and really subconscious programming in terms of the way that you do your goals and how shame is built around goal setting, ultimately where that comes from. And how you can start to create goals and hit goals and even miss out on goals and not experience shame and guilt uh, and all of those types of really just very, very low vibrational emotions that happen. Now, first, we need to understand where all of this ultimately comes from. And so if you're the type of person who has set out to hit goals in your business and they haven't happened to you and you just shame yourself repeatedly for it, know that you're not alone. And I think that this is a really, really important thing is when I first started to experience this, I really had no idea that this feeling of shame was even common. And unfortunately, it also doesn't happen. I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, it doesn't happen to everyone. And so some of my friendship circles that I was in who were also doing online business, they didn't really understand fully what I was experiencing. And so it was really hard for me to explain it to them. And then ultimately it made me end up feeling even worse about the fact that I was shaming myself for not hitting a goal. And so if you've ever got into business and felt like, okay, I'm going to have this one goal and then the goal doesn't happen. And then all of a sudden you're in this like emotional disarray. One of the first things, aside from understanding that you're not alone there, when one of the first things that I want to help you with here is understanding that the shame doesn't actually need to be there. And I used to build my business and do goals and not hit them and feel like, okay, the shame is clearly a correlation. And I used to think that there was nothing that I could do about that. And so it was just, uh, the, the obvious solution to me was just, well, next time you have to push harder and, and get to your goal. I didn't realize that the correlation between the goal or not hitting the goal and shame was a correlation that I could change. And the reason why we experience this correlation between not hitting goals and having immense amounts of shame is ultimately the way that we were raised. 
and all of the inner child work that is going on for us. So if you've ever had parents who have been very strict and who've been very adamant about you being the best or you being a high performer and you've sought out praise from your parents as a high achiever, or it might not even be your parents, but an authority figure as a high achiever, that's automatically going to set you up for whenever you fail or don't hit those specific metrics or numbers or whatever it was that you were told that you needed to achieve highly on, you're setting yourself up for that correlation between when I achieve, I am loved. When I achieve, I am accepted. When I achieve, I am praised. And so then your self-worth becomes attached to how much you achieve, which is really dangerous because your self-worth shouldn't be attached to achievement at all. Your self-worth should be attached to the fact that you simply exist and you're doing the best you can and you are an incredible human being. But unfortunately, because of the way our brains work and because of those patterns that so many of us grew up with, we don't associate that. We don't associate us being loved and praised and valuable just by being us because of those connotations and because of those behaviors that we experience throughout childhood and throughout early adulthood. So you likely became attached to the idea of, if I do not succeed, I cannot be praised. If I do not succeed, I cannot be loved. And if I do not succeed, I do not have a worth because all of your achievements were associated around that. And as we move into adulthood, it's also fairly simple, or I guess simpler, to create these levels of achievement in other areas and aspects of your life. So let's say, for example, if you're in school, it became really easy for me to become the teacher's pet or to become the person who knew exactly what my professors wanted in university. So therefore I could still excel. I could still have the top grades. I could still all do all of those things that made me feel like I was worthy of praise, worth, and love. Same thing goes with relationships, with so many different areas of life. This becomes something that you can more or less control. The dangers when it comes into entrepreneurship, though, is that entrepreneurship in and of itself is such a roller coaster ride that you literally fail nine times to succeed your 10th time. And this is totally normal in entrepreneurship, right? We, you see the memes about it. You see the quotes about it. It's something that comes along with the title of being a business owner, of doing something different. There's so many things that are completely out of your control. And so when you go out to hit a goal, the same way that you went out to hit a goal when you were in school or where you were at work, when you were trying to impress your boss, it doesn't work the same way. And so if you're not used to failure because you were so afraid of failing because failing meant that you were not going to experience the love and praise that you needed, then you're going to come into entrepreneurship and you're going to face a lot of resistance towards goal setting and then ultimately not being able to hit those goals that you really wanted to hit. 
And when that happens, I've seen this happening so many times, either you can allow yourself to sit in that and then try again and again and again and again, or what ends up happening more often than not is then I see so many people just being like, well, I don't really need to hit goals or, uh, well, that's not even important to me anyways. Or, well, why should I even bother? Because I haven't hit the goal the last three times that I tried to do it. And it's because we're so afraid of feeling that emotion, of feeling the shame, of feeling that lack of self-worth, of feeling that lack of love, feeling that lack of praise that we don't even want to go for it anymore. But what we don't understand is those two things don't need to correlate. And not to mention... If you can disassociate those two things and start to really develop an internal sense of worth, an internal sense of self-love, which is really hard to do. Let me tell you, I find that one of the hardest things to practice and really to to put into play is acting from a place of self-love on a daily basis. Self-care, different. You can take your bubble baths, you can do your yoga practices, you can, you know, sleep in, do all of the things that you want, but the practice of self-love and re-nurturing that love and praise within yourself, regardless of what you achieve, is really painstakingly, it's painful because it's not something that most of us grew up with. We didn't grow up with seeing our moms act in total self-love of themselves, I'd imagine that most of us also did not have father figures who were constantly loving themselves. That these are, these are very new concepts. And especially if you come from a family that comes from a lot of scarcity and a lot of poverty, it's doggy dog. It's like a survival mechanism that they have where they haven't really been able to go into those higher quadrants of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Versus we're here, we're coaching, we're trying to create identity shifts for other people. We're trying to change the world. We're trying to essentially create change for everyone. And yet when you go in to hit your goals, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, well, wait a second. Why am I experiencing this type of shame? And I think especially a lot of my clients who teach self-love are really confused about it because they don't want to experience that. And they don't want to be teaching one thing and then not being able to fully accept it themselves. And so what I always say to this, because I have quite a few clients who have experienced this as well, is how can you love and accept yourself unconditionally regardless of your goal? And how can you understand that your goal has nothing to do with your self-worth? with your need of praise? And how can you praise yourself and love yourself and value yourself and your activities and everything that you're doing, regardless of whatever goal you achieve? And so even before hitting the goal, even in the process of hitting the goal, how can you start to create activities and just create spaces of time where you acknowledge that for yourself? Because that's ultimately going to help you to disassociate those two things, disassociate with the lack of hitting a goal with shame. Because here's the other thing. When you go into goal setting, 
and go into goal setting with only thinking about the outcome and only thinking about the outcome in terms of this is what will get me praised. This is what will impact my worth. Then what happens is when you're going through the activities that are going to get you to your goal, if you see that your activities aren't quote unquote working as fast as you want them to, to get you to your goal, if your goal isn't happening within the time frame that you believe that it should happen, all of a sudden you're going to stop doing your activities. And the reason why you're going to stop doing your activities is because you're so afraid of the shame that's going to come from not hitting the goal. And so then all of a sudden what happens is it's a flopped launch. You cancel your launch halfway through. You cancel your lead generation process halfway through. You don't end up finishing the thing that you wanted to start because you made the entire thing about the goal and not about your activity and not about the path. You made it about the outcome, the destination, and not about the path. And when we do this, we are ultimately creating a space where we're just failing regardless, but this time we're failing without necessarily feeling all of the shame because we're like, well, I quit anyways. And you end up failing because you're not going after what you truly wanted. You're not going after your dreams. You're not going after those, those big aspirations that you had for yourself and you had for your business. And doesn't that suck more? Isn't that worse to not even try because you can't come to terms with the fact that you feel shame for not hitting something? And wouldn't it be nice if you could just go after the goal and do all of the things, but also know that whether or not you hit the goal has nothing to do with your self-worth. It has nothing to do how, with how lovable you are. And it has nothing to do with how competent you are. And so once you stop associating those two things, once you stop creating that correlation, and when you start really expressing all of this from a place of self-love, and instead of being like, I need to hit this goal because I need to prove something, or I need to hit this goal because I need to feel praise, even though you, you might not even think that because that's a, a conscious thought. This is subconscious programming that we're talking about, right? So if you're going after this and you're saying, no matter what, I'm still going to be loved. I'm still going to be accepted because that's my birthright. And that's, that's essentially what's in, is inside of me. That's why I was created. I was created out of love. Then what you can also do is tell yourself, I am going to continue to do this and continue to set this goal because I love myself, because I praise myself, because I know that I am worthy. And because regardless of what happens with this goal, I know that even in the process of trying to hit this goal, I am telling myself that I'm worth it. I'm telling myself that this idea that I have is worth it. I'm telling myself that this is what I am meant to do regardless of the outcome. And I had to do this really, really big shift within my life and within my business, probably over the past year. And what I realized at one point in time, after like crying with my husband at a coffee shop, was that I was just experiencing such intense shame for not hitting goals that had really nothing to do with my worthiness. And it could, you could name the goal, whatever it is. If you want to hit seven figures in a year, or if you want to hit your 10 K months or whatever it is, if you're letting that goal come into 
and really take away your happiness and your internal peace, that's a sign that you are not associating that goal with really positive feelings and positive emotions. And it took me a while. It took me a level of self-awareness and ultimately working with the right mentors and coaches to understand that I didn't actually need to feel that way. There was no reason why I needed to put myself into that emotional turmoil that I know that so many people are who are listening have also experienced. And since kind of doing that disassociation and doing that lack of correlation, if you will, things did start to become easier for me. And then the actual goal that I was trying to hit, I didn't even care about anymore because it was just like, that's just a fun thing, right? There are so many people in the online space who don't hit their goals. There are seven figure, eight figure entrepreneurs who don't hit their goals. You see what someone made in their launch. You don't see what they were aiming for. Sometimes you surpass it. Sometimes you don't, but that's completely irrelevant. The actual goal doesn't really matter. That's just a fun number that you get to work towards, that you get to one day eventually achieve, but that has nothing to do with your value or with your worth in the world. And so the more that you can create that disassociation, the more freedom that you can create in your business. And it's really helped me. I know that my clients who've now started to put this into practice as well, have really been able to implement that much more efficiently and more effectively within their businesses, because we've really worked through this subconscious programming to get them to a place where there's no longer that association. And so If you are listening to this, I really recommend that you start putting some of this into play and just watch how your relationship with goal setting and with even hitting or not hitting goals truly transforms. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If this really struck a chord with you, I'd love to hear from you. You can always send me a message at Sarah without an H J Lorero L O U R E I R O on Instagram. It would mean the world to me if you shared this episode with a friend or gave it a five-star review. If you felt like you really enjoyed it, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Uplevel Your Online Business Show. If you enjoy our show and would like the show notes and free goodies about how to grow your online coaching business, head over to sarahjlorero.com for more information. We hope you'll tune in next time.